Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And speaking of outstanding jobs, my old buddy from the old days when I was doing the overnights and I used to be in the garden all the time for the Rangers and the Knicks, but all the time, my buddy EJ Raddick is with us right now. EJ, how are you? I'm good, Joe. Yeah, those are the days. I was, I was, that was my scouting days. Yeah, scouting for the Dallas Stars before I went over to ESPN, and uh, yeah, those were good times. The garden, the, everything's different from then, Joe, because even the garden is yeah. completely different. Garden's different, and the other thing that's different is the Rangers stunk those years. Remember how bad they were? Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, come on, like the best player on the Rangers was Peter Nedved. That's how bad they were. You know, yeah, it was they like had some, they had that seven-year drought yep. there from. You know, they won the Cup in 94, and yep. then they had a couple of playoff years, and then they had that seven-year run where they yep. spent, I mean, because there was no cap, right? But they right. spent like $100 million yep. a year on those teams, and they were terrible every year. I mean, I yep. remember them signing Bobby Holik. And, oh, you know, God. They made Bobby Eric. Holik. Like a, they tried to make him a first-line player, and even Bobby said, like, you know, Bobby Holik, not a first-line player. Right. <laughs> Eric Eric Lindros, remember they brought him yeah. in? Uh, yeah. Pavel Pavel Bure was on. I mean, oh my yeah. God! They yeah, had all yeah, these Pavel. guys, and they were they were terrible. They really were. You know, individually, like Eric Lindros had a pretty. He he came back and had a really good season for the Rangers, and then right. after that, it kind of went the other way again. But yeah, that right. was like seven lost years. And even coming out of the work stop and trying, everybody thought the Rangers were going to be really bad, and then. Lundqvist arrived, and the team had all those Czech players that year. And Yager. And remember, yeah. remember Yager was on that team, and he really yep. – that that's the year I think he had the 54 goals, wasn't it? The first yep. year he was yeah. on the Rangers. That was one of the years, like, you know, I usually don't get too caught up in individual awards in hockey because at the end of the day, the teams, you know, they're trying to win one award, right, the Stanley Cup. But right, right. that year, Yager, I felt, really should have won the Hart Trophy. And Joe Thornton, who had gotten traded from Boston to San Jose. right. Had a lot of points and a lot of assists. And, you know, he had a great year. But, but Yarber Yager had an unbelievable year taking a team that nobody thought was going to be that good and, and helping them get to the playoffs and uh, scoring 50-plus goals. I mean, I thought that's the year they certainly missed yep. on that. I thought Yager should have been the, the hard trophy winner. Un- unfortunately, they got swept in the playoff by the, by the Devils. Yeah. But, uh... yeah, everything went bad after the Olympics. Like, that yep. was the yep. Olympic year. Yes. And yep. Lundqvist came back from the Olympics and wasn't quite right. And Yager, I think, got dinged up over there. And he wasn't quite right. And the, just the team. You know, and I don't think I think that uh, Hank missed playoff games in that in that sweep. I think they lost to the Devils. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah they definitely was, got uh, swept by the Devils. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, so there's yeah. our little history for today. Yep. And let's not forget Gretzky on the Rangers too. Let's not. They had yeah. and they had that one good year, ninety six, ninety seven, when they went to the conference finals and they lost to Philadelphia, the Legion of Doom Philadelphia team. Yeah. And yeah. with when Gretzky and Messier played together, and then after that, they didn't like you said they didn't make the playoffs until that year with Yaga. That was it. Well, that was the year. That was also when they decided to let Messier go, which yep. to me was kind yep. of a crazy. You know. Yeah. Well, that was Dave Checkets. That was Dave Checkets. Yes. Yes. I remember it very, very well. And yep. uh, I just, you know, I think, what was the quote, Joey? How how many years do I got to pay for that cup? Yeah, how like many that? years do I got to pay for the Stanley Cup? And the, yep. and the answer is, as we look back now, it's the only cup in, in whatever, 80-some-odd years. I mean, he right. should have kept paying for it. Yeah, it'll, <laughs> right. It'll only be thirty years this year. So uh, yeah, no, you're yeah, right. It's, it's not like it. It was exactly yesterday. All right, EJ. Let's talk about right. this team now because right now the best team in New York sports is the Rangers. I mean, they had that little, they you know that that malaise for a while when they kind of played five hundred hockey and they won that game before the break against Ottawa. And now they now they haven't lost since the All Star break. They've won five straight. They look like they're back on track. Just Durkin had that shutout the other night against Calgary. How about where the Rangers are? How do you feel? Can they win the Cup this year? What do you think? Well, I think the East is wide open. You know, so that gets you. If you can get through, if you can navigate the East, I mean, you can get to the Cup final. And if you're in the final, I mean, anything is possible. I do think on paper the Florida Panthers are the best team in the East. That's just my opinion. That okay. You know what? You know throughout their lineup, I like their center depth. I like their depth on defense. I think they're strong in goal. They're well coached. Uh, they just got there last year. They play with an edge. Uh, they can play different ways and beat you. Um, so I, I like the Florida Panthers a lot, but that said, I mean, the Rangers are in first place in their division. They've been in first place in the division for a while. Uh, if they can stay there, they'll likely have a favorable path, right? A pretty good first round matchup and it gets them, you know, down the road. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the loss of, uh, Filipino to me is a big loss yeah, because yeah. It, it, it damages their center depth, right? I mean, Zabanejad is your one. And then, you know, I liked it. I like the idea of like an on, uh, uh, an improving Filipino maybe as your two with Trocek as your three, kind of those guys back and forth as two threes, depending upon right. the circumstance. And now Hedo's out of the mix. So, you know, I'll be curious to see if Chris Drury, what he does, if he does try to do anything at the deadline to add another center. I think that's always an area that you have to be strong. Um, so I think that hurts them a little bit, but I like their defense. Obviously, you know, Shesterkin people have been, you know, he's had some struggles this year, but you know, I take my chances with a guy like that every day. I mean, he's—I uh, think he's going to find his way uh, to where he's been in the past. He's a Vezina Trophy winner. Uh, they're well coached with Peter Laviolette. He's won a cup. He's been to what three? I think he's taken three different teams to the final. So, you know, yeah. I mean, the 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 path could be there for them, but I think the key will be trying to continue to to stay in first place and kind of hold off Carolina Hurricanes, who've been playing much better over the last six weeks. If they could do that and, and create a good path for themselves, I think they've got a chance to be in the mix. But like I said, I think, you know, the East is kind of wide open and that favors them. But I do think Florida, you know, to me right now, I say Florida is the team to watch. How about the year Jonathan Quick has had? You know, you mentioned Shostak, and, and, and you know, he, had a, he finally he had a great game the other night. He shut out Calgary. I mentioned that his first yeah. uh, shutout of the year. 
But Quick has been phenomenal. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you can make a case. I mean, with the way Shostakovich played, he's almost the MVP of the team. I guess it's probably Panarin. But I mean, how about the way Quick has played? He's been unbelievable. He's been he's been terrific. There's no question about it. I'm really happy for Jonathan Quick because I mean, this is the guy that's you know later in his career. He's obviously a Hall of Fame goaltender, winning the two cups with the yep. LA Kings. He was yep. part of that Cup team with Vegas last year, although he didn't play. But you know. He he came to New York. He grew up in Connecticut. He's a Rangers fan. He idolized Mike Richter. He wanted to come here, and this was kind of going to be the last you know go round in his career. Maybe it's a year. Maybe it's two years. You never know. I mean, goalies can play a little bit longer, especially when they're in a secondary role. But he's come here. He's really embraced being in a different role. Uh, I think Benoit Lair is one of the terrific goaltending coaches in the, in their history of the game, really. And he's done great work with a lot of guys. And I think Jonathan has benefited from that. But I think the biggest thing is he's come in with, you know, the mindset of, you know, he knew what he was getting into. He knew he was coming in to be behind Igor Shosturkin. And I think that uh, for Shosturkin, it's a real benefit, I think, to have someone with the experience mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the of and the, of the ilk of Jonathan Quick, who's been in all those big moments and succeeded in those big moments, to have him around and to kind of, you know, if he's smart, he'll try to try to learn a little bit or, you know, the, to, to kind of, you know, pick Jonathan Quick's brain from time to time about what those moments are like and, and how Jonathan dealt with them. But really happy for the, the season he's having so far. And he's been Really, really a big help for the Rangers because you're right. Shesterkin was struggling, and Jonathan Quick has come in and played very well. So it's great. It's kind of the great cherry on the top of a Sunday for Jonathan Quick, who, uh, you know, like I said, who wouldn't have wanted, you know, you grow up a fan of a team. I mean, to be able to put on their uniform and, and play for that team is kind of like a dream come true. So uh, he's been really, really uh, an important piece of the puzzle so far this year. Yeah, no question about it. Talking hockey with EJ Raddick. Uh, Zibanejad's played better lately. He really kind of had a little bit of an off year. He's only got 16 goals. Um, how about the way he's played so far this year? Because I think he's kind of been a, not quite the player I would expect him to be, at, t- at least to this point this year. You agree with that? Or I not? think he's I – th- yeah, I do. I think he's got to be better. I think he's got to get to the middle of the ice more and get to the inside more. I think he's, uh, you know, just looking at numbers and talking to people around the Rangers. He, he seems like he's on the perimeter a little too much. Um, he's a terrific player. Um, great acquisition by Jeff Gordon way back when to, to pick him up from Ottawa for, I guess it was Derek Broussard at the time. And, yep, and yep. you know, Meek has been a terrific, terrific player for the Rangers and a legit number one center for their team. But, you know, I always say, Joe, it goes back to the start of our conversation, my scouting days. Guys are getting better and getting worse in all sports all the time. They're, they get better, they get worse, they get better, they get worse. At some point in time, they get older and they start to decline. Mm-hmm. He's not in that stage of decline, but I think that I think you know he has played a little bit better lately. I think he's got to focus more on getting to the middle of the ice and and getting into the better shooting areas. I I don't know how the exact number in front of me, but the his number of like high danger shots and those kind of chances is not where it should be. And so those are the things I think he has to focus on moving forward over the next, you know, several weeks and certainly into the playoffs. Because at the end of the day, if Mika Zibanejad isn't isn't playing at his absolute best, the Rangers aren't aren't going very far. I mean, your your top centerman has to be playing well, uh, you know, at the end of the season and in the playoffs if you're going to have any chance. So uh, I think there's more more to give there. He's shown it in the past, and you know, I really I would say there's no reason to think that he can't get there moving forward i mean so we'll see 
Um, but I would agree with you. He hasn't been quite the player that he's been maybe in the last couple of years. You know, the, the Panarin's had a tremendous year, and that line probably has been their best line, Panarin, Lafonniere, and Trocek. Uh, how about that right now? And how about – because uh, to me, Panarin's had his best year as a Ranger so far, and he's going to have to do it in the playoffs where he hasn't been great. But what about uh, Panarin and that line specifically? Yeah, you're right. You're right about that with Panarin. I mean, he's had a couple of 90-point seasons with the Rangers, and now he's on – he might get 100 this year. I right, think he's on right. track for that with – I think it's 60, almost 70 points. Yeah, he's got 31 goals. Yep. Yeah, he's had, a, he's had a terrific regular season. But you nailed it, right? I mean, this is, you know, and listen, figure I could say it's New York. It's anywhere you go. You pay you pay someone a lot of money to be on your team, especially in a salary cap league where you have to commit a, a pretty high percentage of your cap number to one player. Plays well in the regular season. He has to play better in the playoffs and, and be more productive in the playoffs. I think the thing that the question will be, will he be willing to play more of a north-south game in the playoffs when you're playing the same opponent for potentially right, right. seven times in each round and they drill down on you and they work on your weaknesses. That you, When you play an east-west game in the playoffs too often, you're playing into the hands of your opponent because you're, you're playing into their ability to transition and take the puck the other way. So that's kind of been the... You know, the knock on Panarin, the regular season, you get away with a lot of that stuff. You're playing a different opponent from night to night. Maybe you're not playing teams that are near as good, and you could take advantage of that. But in the playoffs, it's way different. So that'll be really the key to me to watch, Joe, is is, is Artemi Panarin, is he going to understand that he has to adjust and change his game a little bit in the playoffs to be successful? If he does that, he's a great player. He's a, he's a brilliant player. If he does that, I mean, he'll have a better chance for success. If he continues to want to try to make the East-West play all the time with the blue line, he better be very lucky because if he isn't, uh, pucks are going to come the other way and your chance uh, for giving up goals and giving up high-danger chances is going to go up a lot, and that's not good news in the playoffs. Talking to hockey with E.J. Raddick, I want to get to the stadium series in a second, but before I do, Chris Kreider, who's one of my favorite players of all time, he had a hat trick the other night. He's got 27 goals so far this year. He's on his way to certainly a 30-goal season, maybe even 40 uh, at the end of the day, I think he's third right now all-time in goals for the Rangers. I think only Jobert and Rattler are ahead of him. When, it, when all is said and done, doesn't number 20 go to the rafters? It may well. I mean, he's, he's only 32 years of age. I guess he'll be 33 in, uh, you know, later in the spring. He's coming up on 300 goals. I mean, he's not signed to a long-term deal. And, like, so he's going to be here a while. So, you know, he's going to get probably 1,000 games with the Rangers, I would think. Uh, if he stays healthy, he's a great physical specimen. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, he's a 50, he's a guy that scored 50 goals as a yep, Ranger. 52. There's only a handful of guys that have Four. done that. Four. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, I would, I would say yes, but you know, I guess a lot will be determined on how the team does in the next couple of years. I mean, if they were to win a championship, obviously, right. Right. Then it's, right. it's probably a no brainer, but yeah. you know, um, I think there's a good chance of that moving forward, but uh, you know, because you, you play a thousand games with a team, you're, you're mm-hmm. you may end up being their all-time goal leader. I don't, you know, it depends, you know, how things go. Um, so yeah, I think there's a good chance of that. He's been a really good Ranger. He's been a good pro. And, Great Ranger. Uh, you know, I can remember a couple of years ago when they were when they were kind of auditioning for captain before they ended up giving it to Truba. I thought he that was there. He scored the 50 plus yeah. goals and 35 power play goals. I, I thought he really. I think he's one of those guys in his heart of hearts. He really wanted to wear that C. And, uh, you know, he was really – I thought he did a great job as a leader. But, you know, in the end, it wasn't to be. But he's had a great career. 
as a Ranger. We'll see how things are. He's got, I think he's got a lot of time left because, like I said, he's a great yeah. athlete. Yeah. And yeah. so I, don't, I think he'll be playing for quite a while. Yeah, no, he's a tremendous player. There's no doubt, and he's money on the power play. Uh, I want to. I want to get to the. I want to get to the stadium series. What's your thoughts on this? Now you got the game tonight: Flyers and the Devils. Before I even get to that, the Devils and the Islanders. Do they make yeah. the playoffs? Do either of them make the playoffs in your mind? How about that? I think one of them probably makes it, and one of them doesn't, depending upon you know how things go down the stretch. I mean, I think. You know, I think that's obvious, right? So, but uh, the Flyers are are like a like have been kind of a fly in the ointment, so to speak, because nobody anticipated the Flyers, a rebuilding team, would be sitting in third in the Metro right now. And you know, as we sit here today, you know, they've got with seven more points than the Devils. They got Devils have a couple games in hand. Right, they got right. eight more points than the Islanders. I mean, you know, if the Flyers were to were to struggle down the stretch, and you know, they they've been a streaky team. They won five in a row. They lost five in a row. Now they've come out and played pretty well out of the break. I think it's something like three zero and one out of the break. But if the Flyers were to struggle and to fall out of it and come back to the pack a little bit, that opens the door more for both teams. But I, I really like the Islanders going out and getting Patrick Waugh. I think he'll bring a lot of energy right, right. to their team. But, you know, so far the results have been mixed. I mean, at the end of the day, I think Patrick is a really good coach, and I think he's going to do everything in his power to get this team motivated to play hard night after night after night. But, you know, I think they're slow up front as a group of forwards on the whole outside really of Barzell. Their defense is getting healthier now. The goaltending has been really good, especially with uh, Sorokin. Right, but the results have been mixed. So I mean, they're going to have to put together some wins. I mean, they're going to have to go into to MetLife tomorrow and beat the Rangers, and then put together some wins. They got Pittsburgh, I think, on Tuesday. They have Tampa again coming up. They're going to have to put together some wins to kind of, you know, push themselves up in the standings to get in here. As for the Devils, they've been playing better lately. They have this like last year, Joe. They had the, yeah, they had one of those seasons. Everything was great. Nobody got yep. hurt. Yep. Nobody expected it. They had over 100 points. The goalies who were average played really good. And, you know, it was one of those years. They won a first-round series. They ended up losing to Carolina. This yeah, year, against the Rangers. Are... Thank, thank you so yeah. much. The Rangers yeah, blowing well, a 2-0 lead in that series. Don't even get that me started wasn't, on it. That wasn't good. That wasn't good. But, no. uh, you know, the, but the Devils this year, you know, they had this great preseason where they won all their games. And then they've had, you know, they've had – Guys, really important guys, Hughes and Heesher are out for stretches together. I mean, the numbers with them, with Hughes and Heesher out of the lineup, were not good, as you would expect, right? So those guys were out. Dougie Hamilton's been out the whole, almost the whole year. The goaltenders have kind of, kind of regressed to the mean. They haven't been as good. They've leaned on Nico Dawes now, the young kid. He's probably going to play tonight, and he's played pretty well. But, like, they're still – this is the team still searching for a, for a real number one goaltender. Uh, they're a little healthier now. Uh, they're younger on defense with uh, some of the things that have happened. They got high end kids there. Luke Hughes and uh, Timon Nemish are really good young players, but they're young. They're rookies. So I think the Devils have a push in them here because they got some high end talent on that team, but they could ill afford any more injuries. They, and they, they need one of these goalies to come in and really play well or to go out and get somebody. I mean, I, I think they should have tried to figure out a way to get Jacob Markstrom out of Calgary. Because that's a missing piece for this team. They got a lot of high end skill in their group, but uh, you know, I think of the two, I would probably think the Devils have more of a chance to make the playoffs than the Islanders, just because again, I think their team is, you know, they've got a lot of skill on that team, and the Islanders are still kind of a similar team that that they were 
two, three years ago, four years ago, and they had a nice run, but, you know, those guys are not getting any younger, and they weren't really fast then. Yeah, right, right. All right, let's talk about the stadium series now. You got Philadelphia, Philadelphia Devils tonight, Rangers Islanders tomorrow. You, you like this? You like this outdoor hockey? You like this or no? Uh, yeah, I like it. I mean, I think it breaks up the season a little bit. I think for the guys, it's a great opportunity to, to kind of, you know, it's a long year. I mean, in, in hockey. Oh, I mean, all God. these sports are long. Please, season, but please. Like, you know, it's funny. Because I, I go, I know guys, I know coaches, different guys I used to cover, now coaching. I see them in. You know, maybe they come through in October, and then they, you know, and then you you think about them in like in in March, and I'm like, gosh, you guys are still playing. Like, you no, know, it's crazy. No, <laughs> it's long, I, I, of course, it's a long season, and it's a physical game, as you know, and so, um, so it breaks it up for the players. They had the family day. Uh, the Islanders had theirs on Thursday. The other three teams had theirs yesterday, and you'll get their. It, it just breaks up the season, and I think for fans, it's kind of a fun event now. Here in this area where we've seen it a couple of different times in a couple of different venues, it's not a new thing. So, you know, it's a little different. Last year I was in Carolina. Carolina and Washington played at the uh, NC football stadium. Right. Unbelievable event. The team was the, – the, the community was excited. In the local markets, these things are still big deals. And even here, I mean, like we're right. talking about it here on WFAN on Saturday afternoon, right, as we get ready for two games back-to-back. So. Right. I think in the individual markets, they're still big things. I don't really know if they're the the national draw. Like we had the first one with Pittsburgh and yeah, that was Buffalo, a big deal, right? Right, because right. it, it, it was it was unique. It was really, a unique so, thing. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if like you have. It's, I think it's still great to have the Winter Classic. It's kind of a, a, a an event for hockey fans. Uh, you know, around January first. You know, I think that's a great thing. But, I mean, when you talk about, you know, everybody gets into TV ratings and things like that, I, I don't know if it's a huge draw from that standpoint. But, you know, from a national standpoint. But in those markets, I think the people really love it. I think the fans, hockey fans, are a kind of a, a special breed, as you know. And I think they, it's a big day to get out there and have fun in, in, in the different markets. So I, I think from that standpoint, it's still, it's still very, very viable. I like that they've got it to about three or four games a year now. They'll play the Heritage Classic usually in – in October, early November, up in Canada, I was up there for the Edmonton-Calgary game. That was awesome. This year, the Winter Classic was in Seattle. Now they have the two games here. Most years, they have one stadium series game. So I think they have the right number. The league knows how to do it. It's a great marketing opportunity for different reasons, for merchandise and different things. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's been a good event. And I think, uh, you know, again, if you want to argue about is there too many or I think they've settled on kind of the right number, and in those markets, I think the fans are excited to, to, to see them when they come to town. By the way, let me say this, okay, because how many times did the Islanders play the Rangers this year? Three times? Is that what it is? Yeah, they only played three times this year, which it's is ridiculous. not great. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to say this about hockey. I don't really need to see the Rangers playing the Seattle Kraken. Now, I got to tell you yeah. that. I don't yeah. need to see them play the Las Vegas Knights, even though they're the Stanley Cup champions. I don't need that. I mean, if they're going to play them, let them play them in the, in the, in the finals. I need, to, I want to play the teams that are in our, you know, in our division, in our conference. You got to play the Islanders and the Devils six times apiece, don't you? If you're the I, Rangers, well, I I think that I, I have a, I have kind of a different feeling on it. I I do like that everybody plays everybody, and I I know your point, and you said because you're a longtime hockey fan, you want to see these matchups yeah, or the rivals. Of course. You know, I get and I get that. And I think that they should be more of them. I don't like not being able to sell your product in a market, right? Like the Edmonton Oilers have Connor McDavid, right? I right. want Connor McDavid to be in every city every year. 
Okay. And, you know, and, and I can't pick and choose. Like, Seattle has players that might be good one year. This team, I want, like, Vegas is the Stanley Cup champion. They have Jack Eichel. They have Alex Petrangelo. I want to sell those players in each of these markets. So I want everybody to play each other at least one time in each place. The, the area where I think they could get better with the schedule, Joe, is in the conference. Go a little heavier on the division games. Right, and right. Play, you know, play, right. Play Montreal. Yes. Play Montreal one and one. Right. You have to play Montreal three right. times. You right. You've got to play, you know, yes. teams like Ottawa yep. three times. Pull those games back, those extra games yep. in the Atlantic division, and put them in your division in the Metro and do the same thing in the Atlantic against the Atlantic. And that way you can get yourself an extra game against those division rivals and you're playing for playoff spots within your division anyway. So that's that's the area where I think they could give you those 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 maybe that extra game or two. But I don't like the idea of not having teams come in to cities. I want Connor McDavid to come in and play the Rangers. I want Andre Kopitar to come in and play the Islanders. I, I want to have the these are great players in different places and I think you know, if I'm selling a product, I want to be able to sell it in all of my markets. So that's kind of the way I feel about it. But I do see your point, and I think the answer is just in those games against the other teams in your conference and the other division. You don't need to play them three times. Play them twice. Yeah. EJ, it's great having you, man. I always enjoy it, and uh, we'll talk to you Thanks, soon. Joe. Thanks so Joe, much. it's great talking to you, and I'm glad things are going well. And, uh, you know, keep hitting the golf ball straight whenever you can. I'm trying, baby. I'm trying. Right. EJ, be well, we baby. all are. All right, you too. <laughs> all right, man. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.